Welcome to the Rotary Community Heroes of Hope. I'm your host, Judy Zulfikar, and I'm thrilled to be joined by my amazing co-host, Jamie Zinn, District Governor of Rotary District 5330. Together, we will take you on a journey to discover the incredible impact Rotarians have on our community and around the world. Get ready to be inspired by our Rotary Heroes of Hope. Good morning, Judy. How are you? Good morning, Jamie. I'm doing really great today. Good. Well, today we have Marilyn Sanderson with us, uh, past district governor, and she is going to be sharing with us uh, about Polio Plus and the Polio Plus Society and what we're doing uh, as Rotarians worldwide to help eradicate polio. And good morning. Good morning. How are you two this morning? Great. Great. So Polio and Polio Plus and the Polio Plus Society. Rotary International's commitment to eradicating polio in the world has been going on for some 40 plus years. And amazingly enough, we are 99.9% toward our 100% goal of eradicating polio worldwide. 99.9%. That's pretty awesome. There are only two countries left in the world that have polio endemic, and that means that it occurs regularly in a particular area. And those two countries are Pakistan and Afghanistan. Pakistan, unfortunately, has had three new cases since uh, the beginning of the year, and Afghanistan has had seven new cases. That may seem to be discouraging, but it actually is not. Those numbers of increased polio and paralyzation cases have remained steady for about the last three months. So there are some increased cases, but it's not increasing rapidly, and we're working very hard to maintain those levels and then make those levels go down. So, Marilyn, you talked about the cases that we're having um, for this year, and I think in prior years, you know, we, we've had lower numbers of cases. Uh, do they have any idea as to why cases might be picking up more so this year? I haven't seen a lot of information on that and was wondering if you might know. The discussions around this from all of our worldwide partners in eradicating polio is this. Those two countries are extremely rugged in their terrain. It's very difficult physically to reach people, to inoculate them, to reach the children. Additionally, the governments make it a little bit rugged to reach them as well. There are frequent turnovers in the leadership by elections or however they change them. And so all the contacts that Rotary at the, in those countries have set up, those contacts are gone, and it's all about reestablishing new relationships with the government so that they're allowing us access to come in and vaccinate the children. And there are many misperceptions in these two countries as well as some others about what the polio virus is and, more importantly, what the vaccination does. There's a lot of misinformation about it will cause sterilization in women or it will cause other diseases, or this is just a political ploy for the United States and other countries who are our partners to get into the country and do something drastic or negative to the government. Those are pretty difficult obstacles to overcome, and we work at those continuously. So as you continue to work with these different countries, I know we still go out and have the the program where, you know, we're giving the polio vaccinations. What other things can our clubs do to help further this eradication and to show that, yes, we are going to get there, we will eradicate this, um, and that we're moving forward with that? I think the first thing clubs can do is 
bring information in as part of club meetings, maybe have a moment about polio and get an update on what's happening. We were so successful in past years at bringing the numbers of cases down that it's easy to get complacent and think, oh, it's it's just going to happen next month. Polio is going to be over by the end of 2023, and we will have reached our goal. It's unfortunately very slow right now, and it gets more expensive. The vaccinations used to um, cost about a dollar and a quarter, and now it's about $10 per vaccination, and that's not the cost of the vaccine. That's the cost of getting into the country, um, having workers, natives to the countries, recruiting them to go out and many times risk their lives to give these vaccinations to children. So what can clubs do? Emphasize where we are now and emphasize a couple of things about donating to eradicate polio. And that's what Polio Plus is. This is a drive, long going drive, where individuals can donate to the Rotary Foundation and specify that it's for Polio Plus. And then their, their donations go directly to that particular fund. As I said, it's part of the Rotary Foundation. And so for those people who are interested in gaining um, access to the Paul Harris Society, all of these donations count toward that. Additionally, the Gates Foundation has been very, very generous in matching the donations from Rotary. If you donate $100, the Gates Foundation will donate $200, so your donation is tripled. It's the two-to-one pledge the Gates Foundation has made to Rotary. So realizing then that those donations are multiplied it's particularly easy to become a member of the Polio Plus Society. All that requires is a $100 donation for the year and a pledge to donate $100 every year until polio is eradicated. And there's a new plus this year. It's called the Polio Plus Canine Kennel Club. If you would like to have a pet in your household, I don't care if it's a dog, a cat, a parakeet, a lizard, an iguana, whatever. If you donate <laughs> another $100 to Polio Plus, you become a member of the <clears throat> Canine Club. And each person will get a handy, gorgeous, brilliant red kerchief for their pet. And it says, and Polio now on it. We have, uh, at this point in time, 10 charter members of the Polio Plus Canine Club. And... Since I'm a dog lover, I'm out recruiting continuously with pictures of my particularly handsome pets to encourage people in a fun way to donate their, their uh, funds to the Polio Plus Paul Harris Rotary Foundation. I'm just going to back up for just one second because there's, that's a lot of information that you gave us. And I want to make sure we hit the high points because one of the things that I don't, I just realized this year is that those that the the donations to Polio Plus also count towards your Paul Harris points. Right. It's a very rotary thing. So those that are not Rotarians may not understand that, but it's really important to to our Rotarians. So I want to make sure that we hit that point. And to be a part of the Polio Plus Society, and you get a little pen, do you not? Yes, you do. Is a hundred dollars a year. That's that's like less than you know your cup of coffee every every week at uh, Starbucks. 
those are pretty amazing opportunities to be able to save children in those areas that are still suffering from this horrible disease and also to help prevent it from expanding to other areas. You know, one of the things we talked about at International Assembly was what, why do we care? You know, we've got these, there's 20 some odd cases in a year. That doesn't seem to be a lot. Why are we spending so much money to try to, you know, eradicate when this isn't the only cases? The issue is, is until that is completely eradicated, the mo that can flare up if it's not handled or not stayed on top of that, um, the disease can flare up and very quickly get um, out of control and, and be affecting far more than those two countries and far more than 20 people. And we saw that in um, COVID, during COVID, when we were not able to get out and immunize that it rapidly increased. So we, we've been fighting that, that battle to fully get that wild polio eradicated is the only way to get this disease off the face of the earth. And we have some amazing partners to help us get there. Yes, we do. And you know, one of the things that has happened that probably most people don't realize is that formerly when we were vaccinating children, it was with uh, the live polio virus. And that can have some side effects most people don't realize because it can, can actually spread polio um, as opposed to using a different formula for the vaccinations that does not contain the live polio virus. And that switch happened about two years ago, and we saw some dramatic increases in the countries that were endemic. So we continue to do that. It's the process of refining as well as reaching people uh, that we're using the right combination to uh, minimize all the possibilities. The other thing that happens when the vaccination for polio is given is that there are other vaccinations available that improve the general health of these children. So it's not just one and done with a shot and they're gone. Um, it's a, an effort to teach them about washing their hands, uh, being filtered water uh, so that the spread through and the environment is also contained because that's a lot of the ways that uh, additional cases of polio happen. One of the things I'm asked frequently when I visit clubs and talk about polio, is am I safe as an individual? Will I catch polio? And what happened in New York? Because there was a case of polio in New York. A young man who was unvaccinated came down with polio and he's paralyzed. The interesting thing about that is how quickly the local, the city, the county, and the state governments jumped on that to make sure it didn't happen again. One of the things that COVID did for us was increase the level of testing in every part of the United States. What's in the wastewater? Uh, where is COVID? Is it here? Is it there? So by analyzing the wastewater was how they determined that this one man in New York became infected with polio and that it wasn't anywhere else. So the increased level and sophistication of testing in the United States is why you only heard about one case, why there's only been one case. Are you as an adult protected? If you were vaccinated as a child and had the full series of vaccination, you probably are. There haven't been very many studies about that. If you aren't certain, it might be very difficult to find your pediatrician and see what the records say. 
We don't really advise anybody going and getting additional vaccinations unless your general health is at risk anyway. So then contact your family doctor, find out their advice, and see if it would be wise for you to get the full series of vaccination at this point. So Marilyn, maybe you could clarify for our viewers, um, are there different types or strains, if you will, of the polio and I'm not sure, but uh, the gentleman that got it in New York, was that a different strain than the strain of the wild polio uh, virus that we're, you know, looking to eradicate uh, internationally? I don't know that I would classify it as as a strain, but there is polio that can be contracted from the wild polio virus. That's one type. The other type is those people who are infected because the live virus was, yeah, the live virus in the vaccination was was the type they got. And through the waste system, the polio virus was in the wastewater. And those people who don't have sanitation, proper sanitation, can contract polio from the waste virus. And that is not the wild polio virus. So what Rotary is focusing on is the wild polio virus that is endemic in the country, and the vaccination will prevent those people from contracting polio. The other half of the coin is sanitary conditions so that they don't catch a strain of uh, polio from the environment. And that is also part of our drive. The statistics that we look at are only for the live polio virus. Those are the numbers of new cases that are contracted uh, person to person by touching another person, by um, being in close contact with them, families in crowded conditions with unsanitary conditions. That's not uncommon to have that pass along that way. So when you hear the numbers, it's live, wild poliovirus that we're focusing on. It's it's very interesting to see um, the progress that we have made. Um, and obviously, we would love people to make donations uh, to the Rotary Foundation. But then I know we also have people out there who um, would love to be part of those teams that go and uh, do the vaccinations. Is there still that opportunity? And if so, um, how do they reach out or who do they reach out to uh, to be able to get involved in that? Yes, um, it's quite possible for individuals to travel to other countries and actually working with the team, vaccinate children. It's a fantastic opportunity. And there are individuals and um, at least one company that I know of that will provide those opportunities in regular, uh, regularly and as a group, help with the arrangements um, and take care of people as they travel, take them to the sites of the vaccinations. Of course, the supplies are there, the vaccine is already there, and the instruction on how to do it, uh, how to provide the vaccination is also available. Part of that information comes uh, from Rotary International. It comes from individuals, and I'm sure that both of you have gotten information from different places about how people can participate in um, vaccinating children in other countries. So I think if those opportunities are more uh, publicized or sent out to the individual clubs, people can then sign up. It's not something that uh, Rotary provides 
at no cost, you pay for your own transportation, um, your own accommodations, et cetera. But the thing is, you're part of a group. It's very well organized. All the supplies are there and people are safe doing it. So in closing, what would you say um, would be the the best action that um, we could ask people to do today um, to help keep this information out there, uh, to keep it on the top of people's minds and to increase, um, you know, the donations and the uh you know, amount of people that go over to do these vaccines to really get it to a point where we can um, eliminate or shall I say eradicate uh, polio, because I know that they're they're looking to do that, if I'm not mistaken, by 2025. Uh, that's their uh, end goal at this point in time. I think the first thing is is key is what I started out with, and that is if people don't understand the status of the campaign and where we are providing vaccinations, then it's not top of mind. It's not something that people think about because it's been eradicated in the United States for so long. Many, many of our Rotarians don't even know about polio. They don't know what it is and they don't know what Rotary is doing. So education, just 30 seconds, one minute at a club meeting to update people on the numbers once a month, I think would be sufficient to keep it more top of mind. The second thing is encouraging people to donate $100. You know, people love, Rotarians love recognition, whether it's a pin, an announcement at a meeting, and also with the Polio Plus Society, you get a beautiful certificate suitable for framing along with your pin, because we all know that Rotarians like to be recognized. And so to let them know that $100 will do that, they become a member of the society, they get uh, recognition for donating a relatively small amount of money. If people don't understand or don't know about where the money goes and why they're doing it, then they are not motivated to donate to the Rotary Foundation. So educate and ask. Well, and the other thing, too, is you don't have to be a Rotarian to do this. You can be a non-Rotarian and we can get you set up. Is that not correct? That is correct. Donating to the Rotary Foundation and through uh, uh, to Polio Plus is open to everybody who wants to, as well as the uh, Kennel Club. So it's kind of a fun way to look at it, but it's also one that if people who want to make a difference and they aren't necessarily part of an organization that helps make that difference, they certainly can donate and we'll let them know where their money went and keep them updated on what's happening with our drive to eradicate polio. And Marilyn, will you also are you also available for clubs that would like you to come and do a program? Maybe bring that lovely um, pet of yours along with you with their canine kerchief. Absolutely, I enjoy speaking to clubs and and um, sharing the information that I have and explaining the value of our campaign. I'm not sure my two Westies are well trained enough to come into some place where there's and they don't get it. But they are charming, and I have, a, oh, you know, just a few photos I could show during a presentation of these two guys, as well as the, this Polio Plus Society is really taking fire, uh, catching fire in California and Oregon and Washington. So there are lots of pictures of photos of pets, and it helps so this little bit different twist to donating, helps keep things uh, top of mind and makes it fun. And, you know, that's a lot of why Rotarians belong and why we get guests and visitors who want to share the fun. 
Absolutely. So as we wrap this up, can you tell us some places where people can go to get additional information about uh, polio, about Polio Plus? What's the best resource that they can go to? The easiest resource is to get online and uh, just do a search for Rotary and Polio. That will then bring up what Rotary is doing. It also connects people with our partners in this eradication drive and all kinds of information and data is available there. They can also contact me. I have lots of information I'm happy to share and other websites that they can do to go to to look at the numbers. And can, can you, you provide uh, your contact information that you're willing to share with us? Absolutely. Marilyn Sanderson 1617 at gmail.com. Awesome. Thank you so much. Jamie, any final thoughts? No, thank you, though, very much, Marilyn, for being here, letting us know everything about this, and uh, be on the lookout for my $100 donation for the Canine Kerchief Club, because my little Bella has to have that kerchief. And be a charter member for this district, and uh, we need to set up on our webpage photos of our Canine Club Kennel Club members. Thank you, Jamie, and thank you both for the opportunity to speak about polio today. Awesome. I think Lola's going to have one of those too, by the way. So yes, forward to those soon. Thank you. Thank you, Marilyn. Have a great day. You too. So that wraps up this episode of Heroes of Hope. We are so happy that we have an audience out there listening. We want you to subscribe, share, and tell your friends about the Rotary Community Heroes of Hope because that's how we get the word out about the impact we're having in this world. 